0: It's so hard. It's so hard. It hurts my head. You know? We should go inside. Okay. Opening my Cheetos. Adam, Adam wanted to be a gaffer in another life. <laughs> I did. <laughs>
1: hmm. Jalapeno Cheetos. Did you know that the jalapeno Cheetos and more the, you know, the real spicy ones that they've got?
0: Uh, I know of them. You're aware that them. they exist. Yes, they have
1: addictive qualities to them. Okay. So much so that there are a number of schools in the states that ban them because really? kids are addicted to them. Mm-hmm. Wow, they're
0: yeah. actually addicted to the the snack.
1: The there's now. I don't recall. So this is super obviously anecdotal and easily probably uh, debunked. (laughs) But I'm not sure if it's a chemical addiction, or like a, oh, fucking rain's back. Or if it's a, um, like the spiciness fires off serotonin, and then you're like, or dopamine, Mm. and you're like bored.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But I think it's a chemical addiction. And it's really
0: bad for you. Right now our listeners are thinking, are they going to spend this whole episode like crunching on whatever? And the answer to that question is no, we're not. But, you know, we're not going to hold back either. Not the whole episode. No. We're we're two fat guys. Speaking of episodes. Episode 13. Lucky number 13. Oh,
1: number 13. It's an
0: episode
1: that's numbered 13.
0: Of your favorite talk, uh, podcast of all? <laughs> TalkBots. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, nothing. You are ready for a slip of the tongue there?
1: It was a slip of the tongue. Yeah. You fucked up. And that's okay. TalkBots. TalkBots.
0: Episode 13. Um... What's
1: it called? Uh, well... This is your baby, so what did you name it?
0: Well, I didn't. I was so... I No, hear me out. I was so, um, trying to figure out who the hell am I going to actually pick. Let's just get right to it. I have no official corny title, but the episode, at least the beginning of the episode, is going to be about our individual a dream weekend person, dead or alive, who would we want to spend a weekend with because it would be cool, fun, whatever. Um, And then, you know, explain uh, why. Maybe what we envision doing with that person. Uh, And that's it. Uh, You know, just to kind of give a little bit of insight about what kind of inspires us or... And uh, I had a really tough time uh, picking just one.
1: Yeah. I had a
0: list and I slowly narrowed it down, but it was it was
1: tough. So for me, I was intimidated by the whole um, concept, the whole concept. In fact, I'm a little offended by the concept in its whole premise. I don't like it
0: because because I don't really have a lot of fantasies about spending weekends with people. I don't have a lot of hero worship for because That's what yeah, this yeah what, yeah because yeah, what this does it. is it, it
1: it it lends itself or the connotation right off the bat is that it's like a celebrity or somebody of interest right. or right and like the fucks I could give about spending time with a celebrity so approaches zero so quickly. That they're, you know, you can count it, like, with
0: G-forces. But it didn't have to be No, and my
1: choices are not.
0: Okay. Which will show you the difference between you and me, because all of mine are.
1: Right. And so, the word isn't offended, but I was just, like, the attempt always is with this podcast is to be entertaining, because <laughs> really, otherwise, like, it's just two dudes jerking off in a room, talking to each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like... I don't know if it'll be entertaining. So. so, how
0: much time did you spend thinking about who you, who you picked?
1: Funnily enough, more than I wanted to, yep. but the two people that I picked were. I, I picked the two sort of in spite. I was like, fuck you, Carl, fine. I'm going to pick two people that are really kind of boring. Boring stories, you know, c- because I knew. I knew that this was all laid out for you. you like, this is... <laughs> <laughs> like, like, this was... This is your thing. And I, and I know you were excited. You know what, though?
0: It's not. That's just it. I mean, as quickly as I thought up people that I wouldn't mind spending some time with and talking to, mm-hmm. I also was quite ready to dismiss them out of hand as being unworthy of my time. Mm. Interesting. That, yeah, sure, I might have a couple of things I want to ask them or say to them or entertain me or, you know, whatever. Sure. Whatever that person I felt brought to the table and spending time with them. And then, you know, when I would think of someone else, I'd be like, yeah, well, screw them because this person uh, brings this thing to the table. As a, and And maybe I value that more. And then I would think about someone else and go, except this person, you know, and it just kept going. And after a while, you just have to say, okay, enough was enough. Pick one already. Right. But I felt that it would be entertaining uh, to at least talk about who the runners-up were for me. And then and then we'd move on to who I actually picked and why. And
1: I'm trying to remember a word that we used on the last episode when, after we had hit stop and ended up talking for another half an hour about the subject. At and I least. Said, right? And I said that we should have just left it going. Yep. And you said you didn't want it to be so self... I can't remember what the word is that you used. Self-indulgent. Yeah. That wasn't the word, it but it did. But yes. and Or words to that effect. Yeah. So I, I had mentioned that. I mentioned that to, to my wife. And we had a good laugh after I mentioned what this episode is. Because oh, yeah. this is the most self-indulgent totally. thing ever. Totally. And I and I because I because when we said it last week about the part that we had we cut and you said, Well, I didn't want to get too self indulgent with some of the things that you said. I said, Well, that whole episode was just us talking about our experiences, which is the definition of, I suppose. This whole podcast right. is. Yeah. And I thought but it was just an interesting mean. choice.
0: It would be it would be almost as bad as what would you do with $10 million? Right. Like it's who it it literally, literally is that. Who fucking cares? No, it's not even the fact that nobody
1: cares. Because the amount of views that we have on our podcast shows how many people care. Not many. <laughs> nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> the point is is that the part that I thought interesting, not a critical, I just thought it was interesting, is that... that Last week, you were satisfied with us stopping and still talking and not it being recorded because it was too... The things that we talked about was too self-indulgent. But this week is the most self-indulgent thing that I think that we've talked about. I suppose, except outside of my, my diabetes episode, which was which was fully borderline narcissistic. I ju- I'm just sharing because... Yeah. Because... Mostly I'm just filling space because my two choices really aren't that. Like, to me, they're really So does that weird, mean you're
0: going first? <laughs>
1: no. No? Well, no, no. You, they should... No, because now people are going to be like, oh, what the, who's he going to pick? Huh. So s- stay tuned to the end to find out who Adam chooses. So,
0: So I guess I'm going first. Right. All right. Um... One more thing. Use up the whole hour and a half. (laughs) Uh,
1: So one more thing is that I had suggested that there be a limitation on it um, just to sort of spin up some more creative thought. Oh, yeah. And Carl was absolutely against it. And I thought that was very funny. I laughed right out loud.
0: Oh, and by limit, you meant limit in time or limited in the number of people we could talk about? Neither.
1: Location was my limit. I said that we should pick a location
0: and uh, we have to
1: spend the weekend
0: there. Fair enough. And I thought that was an interesting... That would be easy t- to do for the person I picked, I think. And then your response was
1: It's like, I don't want any limitations! Yeah, exclamation I, did point, exclamation I did say that. I did say
0: point. that. And it made me laugh. But and I think partly because mm-hmm. as self-indulgent as trying to pick someone you would want to spend a weekend with is... Mm-hmm. Um... I knew that it, it might actually be a real challenge to try to imagine where you would want to spend with that person um, and actually get a, a valuable weekend out of it. So but we're doing two,
1: right? We're doing one male and one female.
0: Um, sure. Isn't that, what, that works for me. Isn't that the rules you made? Yeah, I think right. so. Okay. I, I, I forgot what the rules were, but I'm totally cool with that. I just have to narrow down which of the two females I would pick, but I think I've got a pretty good idea who it would be. Um, So let me tell you who my runners-up were first, briefly. Sure. Anne Hathaway. She fell down the list pretty quickly because the other people were just way more interesting. But I have always found her interesting as a woman. Uh, Nick Mason from Pink Floyd. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mostly because... I've read his book mm-hmm. when he when he published it. It was a it was an amazing book. Uh, Pink Floyd has always been my favorite, and I found most interesting band with the mm-hmm. with the most interesting history, and the most interesting music. And you know, if you're gonna spend a weekend with a member of that band, whether they're alive or not, I I think um, uh, Gilmore and um, Waters would be just way too focused on why the other one, it was such a shithead oh, <laughs> in the history of the band. Oh, okay. Right? Uh, Nick Mason, on the other hand, he's a race car driver, which I find extraordinarily interesting. Sure. Uh, and, um, and he's also been probably one of the more level-headed members of the band and would probably be able to talk about the, the band from a much more neutral ground. So I thought that would be interesting. Bill yeah. Murray, mm-hmm. just because. Yeah, they, you don't even have to explain that. Nope, you don't. You just don't. Uh, Rick Moranis, because of all the SCTV characters that I love, he's the one that has uh, spent the least amount of time in the public eye. He's a very uh That's private, the most interesting part of him. Private person. I know, exactly. Mm. Makes me want to know more about him. Dead wife, good dad. Yeah. Cool. Uh... Mike Myers, oh, yeah. because I really admire his, uh, his creativity. On paper, the, the, the things he has brought to the screen should never have come to pass. So the fact that he m- made them happen is a testament to his fucking fortitude mm-hmm. and perseverance. Yeah, Seth Rogen, need I say more? I don't think so. Very interesting person. Canna uh, Reeves. I think is a, a, a really uh, cool guy uh, and an extraordinarily nice person. I've heard nothing but amazing stories about his kindness. Uh, and he is a very um, a very down-to-earth and grounded uh, and um, uh, I would say the opposite of vain person. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, just because I think he's hilarious. He's, he's hot. hot. He totally is hot. And uh, because... Uh, because he is not only interesting himself, but he just seems to fucking know so much about everything, uh, and and is able to talk about it in uh, in very simple terms, which is something I admire. Having I believe that skill myself, Neil deGrasse Tyson. I think that guy is just super cool, and probably one of the most important living human beings. On the planet right now. So those were my runners-up. That's a lot of Canadians. I know, right? Which I find... Which that in and of itself I find interesting. Yeah.
1: I actually... Until the last one, I thought it was all intentional. No. Mm.
0: No. It was not. The other common thread was uh, comedy. A lot of comedians. Amongst a lot fish. of
1: comedians, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Canada was a little on the outside, but yeah. still
0: has done comedic roles, yeah. for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah the person i picked uh extraordinarily controversial at least to some people but the person that i would have a very interesting weekend with is pierre elliott trudeau and the reason i chose him specifically he has always been an enigma to me in terms of how he felt about our country how he felt about our rights as human beings he was a staunch uh he had staunch opposition toward capital capital punishment. punishment he he didn't believe that it was a a fair form of justice nor did he feel that it was a foolproof form of justice because of the there w- there was always a, a chance that a person might have been wrongly convicted and and how could we live with ourselves as a society uh, killing someone who may not, in fact, be guilty? Um, yeah, I just, I, I admired his principles. His, his techniques were not necessarily something that everybody agreed with. He spoke his mind um, and didn't really give a shit what you thought about it. Um, he made a lot of enemies in Quebec when he, uh, when he um, imposed martial law. After the FLQ crisis, you know, the Quebecers are basically, who the fuck do you think you are? And, uh, you know, he basically answered back, I'm the goddamn Prime Minister of Canada, and I'm going to bring this to an end. And he did. Um, but, you know, he made enemies in the process. He made enemies of Alberta for the things that he said and did. Um, but I always um, admired his... His intelligence, his ability to stick to his principles, his absolutely undisputable uh, love of country and human rights. Um, And I've always found it really fascinating that he was the only modern leader who would give uh, Fidel Castro the time of day, which I thought was really cool because while everybody else tried to make him the scapegoat of... The Cold War. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trudeau was having none of it, and actually tried to maintain uh, friendly relations with him to give him, you know, to make leave the door open for uh, reconciliation with Cuba at some point in the future. And uh, it's why we're allowed to we were allowed to go on vacation and buy Cuban cigars when Americans couldn't. And still, to this day, treated very well when we go. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was my pick. And I definitely felt like um, we would have a lot, wouldn't necessarily have a lot in common, but I would definitely have a lot to talk to him about. Sure. You know, why did you do this? How did you feel about that? What, you know.
1: What are you guys going to do a weekend?
0: That was my choice. Oh, shit. Well. And all your questions are, you know. um, Probably spend a lot of time either in political environments like, you know, the House of Parliament I mean, I, I don't think there would be a better person to give a, a person a behind-the-scenes tour of uh, the political establishment than him. And I, he would probably have some stories, too. Yeah, I would probably want to spend some time with him in the area that he lived, grew up in and lived in Montreal, too. Because as a fellow Montrealer, he, uh, his, his haunting, his uh, stomping grounds was the area of Montreal that I had the least familiarity with, which is where, you know, all the rich establishment families lived. Right. The Bronfmans and and so on and so on and so on. And uh, he would probably have known just about everybody under the sun in that neighborhood and would have had some pretty amazing stories about the history of that city and all of the people of influence who lived there. Yeah. I think an
1: interesting thing would be to hang out with him and go hang out at his son's house.
0: Well yeah.
1: Right, you know what I mean? And, and talk to two prime ministers. Like you would you know? Yeah. Yeah. That would be really interesting to see the difference between the two and like if we're going balls deep here in in fantasy, like it would be you're hanging out with Dad. Yeah. Let's go over to yeah. Kiddo's house. You yeah. may not have the same respect or interest in Justin. Oh, I do. But he's also a Prime Minister. Not as much, but
0: he is not my favorite Prime Minister. Um, But... Not your least either. I don't know. No, definitely not. Cool. Where would you guys go for dinner? Well, again, since he uh, comes from Montreal's wealthy establishment, uh, he probably knows of the best places to go eat. That, I don't, that I'm not even aware of, so I would pretty much leave it up to him. But then we would probably go to the exact opposite end of the spectrum at some point and go to a a typical Québécois which is basically a fucking hot dog hamburger fry joint.
1: It seems like you'd be the kind of man that knew the best of both of those. Totally. And it's. Uh, I know very little about him. I'm too young. Mm-hmm. I know very little about his contribution to the country, other than, frankly, the most I know about maybe not the most, but Repatriation
0: the most of the Constitution.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Like you, know, you know that stuff because they tell you that in yeah, school. but right. I don't know it. The only thing I know about you it
0: didn't is, see it in the news. No.
1: Yeah. Right. It's like it didn't. It just always has been. Mm-hmm. Like.
0: And I mean, it you know, now that I think about it, and I'm surprised I didn't think about this some more. And I hope I remember this. Well, of course I'm going to remember this at the end of this episode because it's in the recording and I'm going to edit it and I'm going to go, oh yeah, right, I need to write this down. <laughs> because I've actually started my next book. Oh yeah. And it, uh, it's about my life in the military. Mm. And it turns out that Prime Minister Trudeau is at least indirectly responsible for me joining the military because when he did... Uh, locked down the Montreal area with a curfew. He also called in the damn armed forces and started doing in some neighborhoods, uh, or you know, asking the military to do door-to-door searches, looking for the guys that were hiding out. Yeah. Um, and they actually came to our suburb and were going door to door, looking for people and asking if if they had seen anything unusual. And, you know, here was this, I don't know how old I was, seven-year-old kid, eight-year-old kid, nine-year-old kid, looking out the window at these army guys coming up the street. And one of them knocks on our door and says, may I come in and talk to you? And I'm just like, whoa! "Whoa." (laughs) Never seen an army guy before, and here's a whole bunch of them walking up my street, and one of them came to my house. Right. Right. So that had to have, you know, at least some of a of an impact on my my brain and uh, you know, uh influenced my decision to join the military. Right. Hmm. So yeah. And then the woman I chose was Natalie Portman, and the reason I chose her is cuz she's extraordinarily intelligent and would probably make for some pretty interesting conversation, especially like what considering that she's from Israel and, uh, I mean, a child actor. So she got to act with uh, Jean Renault in uh, The Professional, which is one of my favorite movies, one of my favorite actors. She got to act with him and then just, you know, the career kind of went from there. Uh-huh. A Star Wars actress? Like, fuck, come on. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Lots of stories there. Yeah, Luke. Yeah. one. Yeah, that's a big deal. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I just... Think of all the women that I've ever seen or heard of. She's definitely one of the more interesting ones. Yeah. What would you do all weekend? Like, you've picked a a weekend here. Yeah, yeah, I know. Because both of these cases,
1: you could sum this up in a 45-minute conversation with these people.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. What are you doing all weekend? Beats the shit out of me. Friday night. Yeah, Friday night. Hi, Natalie. Hey, Natalie. You're Jewish, right? All right, take me to the best Jewish restaurant you know. Speaking of which, and I know I'm deflecting, I'm changing the subject, but did I ever tell you that my, adop- my dad's adopted parents, who we had always thought were German, it turns out they came from Yugoslavia, oh, yeah. and came to Canada via Germany, because mm-hmm. that's where they sailed out of, mm-hmm. but we had always been led to believe that they were German from Germany. Mm-hmm. And they were not. They were from Yugoslavia. But now that Yugoslavia is no longer a country, I tried to figure out what part of Yugoslavia. And once I found the town that he was born in, or that he claims to be from, it totally made sense. Because he's from Polanka, which is in Serbia, and he was a German. And Germans were not welcome in Serbia. Which is why they left, along with most of the other Germans, because they knew that if they didn't, their days were numbered. Right. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Natalie Portman. uh, I, I honestly struggle to come up with a full weekend full of events and things to talk about. It would almost pretty much inevitably be about Star Wars and what was it like to be in the movies and talk about the other people that were in it and places that you went as a result of the filming. And, so, um...
1: You wouldn't pick, you wouldn't pick like, like, sort of like first date ideas? That's how you get to know somebody is like if I can go to the zoo or something? or Yeah, but, yeah. Or would you just be asking this question to her across the table?
0: No, I think we would probably go places regardless of who it was. Like even with uh, Pierre Trudeau, I know it wouldn't just be staying in one place and just talking about stuff. I'd want to go places, but even even when we travel as a as a family, very rarely do I plan where we're going until the last minute. sure I don't, you know what I mean I don't I do. like. Like, even when we're down in San Diego, yeah, we plan to go to San Diego because it's our favorite place. But one of the reasons it's our favorite place is because there's so many things to do and so many places to see um, that each have their own little kind of, like, quirk or personality or whatever the case may be. We don't plan what we're doing the next day. We just wake up and go, so, what do you feel like doing today? I'd be, um much more happy rather than to plan stuff to just wing it because they probably come up with just as many great ideas of where to go and what to see as i could yeah i'd be much more into just flying by the seat of my pants because that's the kind of experience i enjoy the most
1: absolutely yeah i was just thinking as like a, a mental exercise is just yeah. wi- is, is winging yeah. it right now is just wing it yeah I get like where do you guys end up or what? Well, so, but i get it i get what you're saying
0: yeah, maybe go to George Lucas's place. Yeah, the studio, you know, the with all the paraphernalia that he's collected. Definitely check that out. But it really wouldn't matter. It would all be about the tu- it would all be about the conversations, I think. Would it be enough to fill a whole weekend? Probably not, which is why I settled on the one person. Cuz I think with uh, Trudeau, there would definitely be enough to fill a whole weekend. But your turn.
1: The male that I chose is a man by the name of Dane. I won't give his last name Mm -hmm. because he's a real person. Mm -hmm. I met Dane a million years ago when I worked at an accounting firm, uh, for an accounting firm. And I was an IT manager. It was my first sort of uh, gig that I was given any real responsibility for. And he was a...
0: Uh, a developer. And, um... Now, when you say developer, we're talking web? Yes, he okay. was, yeah.
1: And he, uh... We hit it off. We had the same manager, same director, and she was a fucking nightmare. A nightmare. So, we just... We hit it off, and we uh, would spend our lunch hours together and just get to know each other, and it was, uh... It was great. He was a work friend, and he was a good work friend. Then I got fired from that job. I got, uh, I got thrown under the bus by that crazy director, Broad. Right. She fucked up, and she, she blamed it on me, and out I went. Wonderful. And uh, Dane and I were kept in touch for a while, and then we had a falling out. What I, I don't remember what it was about, but we had a bit of a falling out. And then we didn't talk to each other for a number of years. And then out of nowhere, I got a message from him uh, telling me that that woman got fired. And it was like, holy shit. And How long after the fact was this? A few years. Okay. I would say probably two, maybe even uh-huh. three years. So yeah. quite some time. And, uh, yeah. And we decided to reconnect. So we got together. And um, at that time in my life, I was... Um, I was just beginning, like, my introspective journey for myself. I was just trying to figure myself out. Um, experimenting with, like, drugs. And just exploring my mind a bit. And I would do so by going for uh, very long walks in the middle of the night. Hmm. And um, I yeah, asked him if... Those are fun. Those are wild. Been there, done that. Yeah, man. And I asked him if he wanted to join. And uh, he said, sure. And he happened to only live... Not that far away, so mm-hmm. anyway, he came down, and we, we started, we started walking. Um, every Friday for six years. Wow. And it was highly, it was highly ritualized. Yeah. We did the same thing every Friday. Mm-hmm. We went to the same store, bought the same things, we took the same path, we stopped at the same benches, and it was.
0: It was your therapy, your meditation. It was everything.
1: It was all your sorts tradition. of things. It yeah. It was all sorts of things. Yeah. It was amazing.
0: Yeah. And always high. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Perfect. We would write songs. We would write <laughs> comedy bits. <we> would, <laughs> it was amazing. Awesome. And um, then, I got, then I got divorced. Mm-hmm. And shit obviously went sideways for me. And I yep. had a really hard time. And um, he helped me through it. He listened to me. He let me talk. He let me vent. He was curious about the process that I was going through, while while I was going through therapy and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Because he was an incredibly, he is an incredibly intelligent man, who is a genius, spiritual, and open to explore anything and everything. Anyway. So he was,
0: he was, and when you helpful. say spiritual, you mean in the grand sense of it. He yes. He was raised more um,
1: focused. Yes. In his spirituality, but as he grew as a yeah. as it an adult,
0: did. in scope.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But still existed. Mhm. Um So anyway, so I'm going through my process, and uh, I'm growing, and we're t- and we're still going every Friday. Um, Almost without fail. and then, the, then he started to have some mental health issues. He always had them, but they uh, were starting to really affect his life. He didn't mm-hmm. know what he was doing, and I don't want to share too much because yeah. You know. But he was struggling. Well, he was struggling. He was struggling um, I had met my current wife. And gone through the courtship, and blah, 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 and all that jazz. And I had asked her to marry me, and um, I had asked him to be my best man. Because he was he was uh, incredibly important to me. And he couldn't answer, didn't answer for Four. weeks. Wow. And he said, I don't know if I can do it. Um, just... Um, based on his, his mental faculties at the time mm-hmm. all that jazz. And then it came to a head where he, because he had been saying um, as well that he is having a hard time talking about how he's feeling and um, what he's going through with me because it, it feels like that's all that I want to do. Which was a struggle for me because that's all we ever did so he he had decided that like he he didn't want to do it anymore which was which was okay right but admittedly i had a hard time stopping i right. saw my friend he was hurting and yeah. he would bring up something and then as any man does we don't just listen we give advice mm-hmm. right <laughs> we try to solve a problem anyway so um so it came to a head where I confronted him straight on one night about, like, I need an answer. Like, my wedding is, let's say, three weeks away. Like, I need an answer. And he just looked at me and just said, I don't know how you don't know that I can't or don't want to do it, considering I haven't answered you yet. And I was just like, what the fuck did you just say? Like, we're not in grade six. Like, communicate with me. Yeah, yeah. Just...
0: Just tell say me what's no. on your mind.
1: Yeah, just say no. Yeah. And he couldn't. And he blamed me. The next day, he told me that he needs to take a break from going for walks for a while. Mm. And then uh, a week later, a few days later, or whatever, he sent me a message. He's like, just understand that it's, it's not you, Adam, it's me. And the last thing that we ever said to each other, I said to him, I know. Cause it wasn't me, it was all him, and that was, that was a that was a number of years ago. Mm. I've tried reaching out, but he won't reply. It's, Is he here? No, he's no. I don't think so. I okay. don't believe he's any. I believe he's moved, moved on. He's moved elsewhere. Yeah, but it's one of those situations where he hasn't blocked me on social media. Right. So I can send him a message and I can see that it's read. Yeah. But he doesn't reply. Wow. He will not reply.
0: Wow. And this is
1: years now, like that is so uh, bizarre. We've been married for, oh fuck, sorry Jay, I don't years, (laughs) and and nothing, and I that would be tough. I miss him. Yeah, like totally so much. Yeah, and I struggle very much um, letting it go because I have to. Like I'm not responsible No, of course I don't want to, but I have to. Like I'm not responsible for how he feels and I can't control it. Um but I'm heartbroken. Yeah. Still. Yeah. And Understandably uh, so. You know, every once a year I'll just be like, Hey man, how's it going? Right. To my own detriment. Right. Because it just hurts. Right. Because he doesn't reply. Right. So who would I spend a weekend with?
0: Him. Of course.
1: And what would we do?
0: Everything. Everything. And exactly what you used to do every Friday. Exactly as you used to do it. Yep. Yeah. Wow. That's deep. Yeah, it's rough. But I totally get it. I totally get it. I have nowhere near uh, as bad of an example of that kind of shift in relationship between uh, someone that was really close to me, but pretty close, pretty Mm -hmm. close, Mm -hmm. Um, except it it wasn't because something got wrong with him and his head or anything, it was just, you know, your typical life creating a gap that... Just naturally keeps growing wider and wider with time and experience, and yep, and uh, and so forth. But uh, I felt the same way about him as you did about this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, we had our times together, and it was the closest relationship I ever had with another man, uh, and it was deep and it was uh meaningful and it was fueled by high times right and we knew how to leverage that time for maximum effect maximum entertainment and maximum creativity so i know exactly where you're coming from the only thing that was missing from it was the ritualization of the activities but it was so damn close to what you were describing it almost brought me to tears thinking about this guy because he's not, it's the same situation. I keep mm-hmm. trying to reconnect with him, mm-hmm. if for no other reason but to, you know, reminisce about those amazing times that we had together, right. the fucking crazy shit that we did. Yeah. Oh my God. But yeah, he's, yeah. he's not the same person and he's not interested in that right. anymore. Yeah, oh, so, yeah. To, so the universe your
1: to the universe and to the internet, Dane, I love you and I miss you, man. And I hope you are well, you fucking dick.
0: <laughs> 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 and how about the woman? How about the female? My wife. Fair enough.
1: It's been four long years of a kid. Jana
0: and I... It's all about the kid. Yeah, my right wife now. and I, we...
1: Uh, we i i i like I had mentioned before I've, I've been divorced and um I had been in a long-term relationship before my ex-wife and then my wife's my ex-wife's relationship and I's, my was long and uh and then I came into this relationship so and she had previous long-term relationships as well not married but mm-hmm. um, but With people that were either you were too young and you didn't know who you were yet, or with people that were destructive. And um, my wife and I's relationships are very similar in that matter. Young in a relationship, a bit Mm -hmm. naive, Mm -hmm. and it went sideways. Mm -hmm. The second relationship was quite destructive. And then we got together and we were, we built our relationship on the pain of our previous ones. We helped each other heal. So uh, we got together while I was still divorced. We just helped each other because she was going through uh, uh, quite a bit of trauma with her ex and trying to mm-hmm. work through it. And anyway, like so that's what our relationship built on. And out of that came a lot of uh, honesty about what we want um, and what we want to try, what we haven't tried. Out of fear of judgment from mm-hmm. previous relationships mm-hmm. or uh, the previous relationships just shutting us down mm-hmm. or things like that. So we, we, we did. We indulged. We, we went a little mental and we had a lot of fun. We did a lot of crazy things that were very exciting and wonderful. We had uh, friends, couple friends uh who we would go and have wild times with and and uh, all that and then we got married and our wedding was phenomenal great and just fun and then we had decided after we got married if we what we want to do do we want to just um sort of hunker down buy a house have a kid and do what you do mhm or we want to go on a bit of an adventure, mm-hmm. and because of some uh, lessons I had learned from my dying father, which is like fucking time is finite, dude. You want to do some shit? Do you it. Better do it. Yep. And we had the means, so we moved to Victoria. Right. Which I don't look anything. I don't look at any of the choices that I made with regret or anything like mm-hmm. that. But it wasn't a good move. And the longer we're not there, the more I see it. It it actually hurt our relationship quite a bit. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Victoria is not a great place to live. And it was tough and all that jazz. Before you continue, Mm -hmm. what was the draw
0: in the first place?
1: Well, I had spent a great deal of time in Victoria. My father, uh, after my parents split up, my dad had a very difficult time finding work in Calgary. Mm -hmm. And he was from Victoria, mm. so he went out there mm. to to work. Okay. So my sister and I spent a lot of uh, summer holidays there. Right. So, like enough time that I was very familiar with the city, even though I was a, a young guy, a young kid. Um, young kid being yeah, like yeah. 10 to probably right. 14. Right. So I was very familiar with the city and loved it. Mm-hmm. I've always felt it draw there. I'd always felt that I wanted to live there because it's fucking paradise. Victoria
0: is a wonderful, beautiful place. But anyway, back to the effect on the relationship. And...
1: Yeah, so without getting too deep, yeah. it, just, it, it affected our relationship. Uh, we, were, we didn't have any friends, mm-hmm. so we weren't as social. Uh, it's very difficult to make friends in that city. We didn't have our fingers on the pulse of the town, so we didn't know exactly where to go or what to do. Andy um, was born
0: while you lived there, I take it?
1: Her daughter? Yeah. She was. Yeah. Yeah. So we had come back for a, uh, a wedding, and uh, she was conceived in Calgary. Hmm. <laughs> and then she was born in, in Victoria. So, And she was born in 2018, and basically from then everything shut off no time for her and i and uh like a very common thread with many relationships mm-hmm. is that it was it's it's definitely impacted us
0: you both went into parent mode and from couple mode yes which is common
1: oh yeah very common now um now we have hard times difficult times when we do find the space to spend time together we don't know what the fuck to do with it because we're out of practice mm-hmm. and um, we enjoy each other's company a great deal we mm-hmm. make each other laugh Yeah, but we don't know what the fuck to do right so I would love to spend a weekend with her without Go any away, distractions without any distractions yeah. yeah. like that's the impossible part mm-hmm. is the no distractions because all you do is you think about your kid and all you talk about is your kid but in this fantasy game yeah so it would weird. be it would be great yeah. to you know just stay in a very expensive hotel with a really nice bed and go out and uh, gallivant like immature children and just rekindle and enjoy and continue to build on uh, our relationship cuz i uh, I I miss it, and yeah. she misses it too, and uh, it's not that it'll never come, because it will. It's just been a long four years, hmm. and uh, it would be nice. Yeah, especially after the fucking pandemic and
0: mm-hmm. right all
1: that stuff. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, those are the people that I would choose. Very cool. So in thinking about this fantasy weekend, it's <laughs> uh, it's really uh, it's made me irritated at the fact that I I've, I've uh, had to fantasize about having this weekend. Hmm. So I would like to actively figure out a way for us to have a weekend hmm. even though it'll probably end up sleeping, but um, but it doesn't matter. No. Yeah, mine aren't uh that entertaining, but those were my choices.
0: I don't think we're going to need another topic tonight. I don't think so. Yeah. No.
1: And I, I to be honest, I forgot about the... Uh, the other topic. Yeah, so I didn't think about it. I Fair enough. That other one, that other one, I think is um, is going to require a lot of thought. hmm Read any books? I got one. Shut up. I got one. You, I had thought about it when you were talking about uh, an interest in people flying. Yeah. I read Michael Crichton's book, Airframe. Oh. I it's never read that. so fucking good. Yeah? So fucking good. Oh. It was recommended to me by my, my best friend. He's, he's like, this is the best Michael Crichton book. And I'm like, okay, well, I've never fucking heard of it. But
0: that doesn't mean necessarily much. I know I've heard of it. Read I'm it. I'm pretty sure I haven't read it. Read it. It's, it's great. Premise? Not giving much away? Uh, airplane disaster. Okay. Airframe. Airframe. Okay. Surprisingly good. One of his later books or one of his earlier books? Uh nineties. Oh, okay. I think. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I have not read anything lately. Oh yeah. I have been looking for new candidates and I've been reading reviews and, and premises premises of uh books that have sort of that i've seen along my pathway and uh i've got some candidates lined up but none of them so compelling that i can't wait to get to them although i haven't given up hope that i will stumble across one of those um, because i'm always on the look for a unique and mind bogglingly interesting sci-fi story and i always seem to gravitate towards stories that involve other uh civilizations other other uh yeah other beings and um humans accidentally discovering that they are somehow uh interlinked with human history in some bizarre way right or um have clues to things that were heretofore have you read 2001 uh, un- space odyssey? I have because that's have. Cause that's that oh, book. Oh yeah, that is the penultimate. <laughs> like seriously. That book uh, the and the even the movie um really uh, caught my attention. Although I I I'm always amused by my relationship to that movie because I saw the movie with my parents, and they did not get it. I don't know if I got it. it. They it's did a not. fucking wild it, it, movie, it, man. Yeah. It, but like, like so I mean, much of so like I mean, what the hell. But yeah. having said that, my parents didn't get Star Wars either. They were oh. just kind of like shaking their heads at the end of it, and I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> right, right. My, this, this changes everything, you know? Like It was yeah. just groundbreaking. So uh yeah, but yeah, two thousand and one. That was just something. I'm I'm always quoting from that movie. Really yeah,
1: so my book the book that I recommended it isn't isn't uh it's not gonna
0: But it's, it's, just not gonna a good sh-
1: story. it's yeah. and yeah. it's short and it's, it's good. <laughs> it's like a four hundred page book. It's hmm. no big deal. Neat. But I I highly recommend you give it a go.
0: And my excuse why I haven't actually started reading another book is because as I mentioned very briefly before um, i'm back into writing again
1: right so yeah um i read another one the best laid plans it's uh it's a comedy book mm-hmm. uh a canadian political comedy book mhm uh, which is not my jam mhm but it was really quite enjoyable too mm-hmm. yeah and i knew that i enjoyed it cuz i like
0: fiction I read... or non fiction fiction okay
1: yeah but uh, yeah, it was really it was really With quite some person
0: too. that uh, thought they could change the world or whatever, and not so much.
1: No, no, not no. It's um it's like an antihero story, okay. but it's really quite. It was really quite satisfying to read. I started it and I was like, "This is stupid. I hate it. <laughs> Everything about this is stupid." I didn't like the author. I didn't like the cut of his jib at all, mm. and it was one of those. Maybe not one of those, because uh, I don't know if anybody else experienced it. experiences this. But you know when you read a book, and sometimes you're like, nah, this, like, the author just isn't speaking my language, and mm-hmm. I'm just not jiving. And I felt that at the end of the first page of the prologue. I was like, mm-hmm. like the first page. And I was like, mm, no, I don't think so. <laughs>
0: this guy's a... <laughs>
1: douche canoe. <laughs> uh, I'm not, I don't like the way he's sorry, talking. Sorry, he's a what? A douche canoe.
0: Oh. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Filing that
1: one away for future reverence. <laughs> <laughs> and I right. was just like, okay, okay, don't be a penis about it. Just give it a go. Right. And then uh, then it was very enjoyable huh. after a while. Because the author got over himself too. Right. He was shown off. I right. felt that he was showing off in the beginning. Like, look how funny I, funny I am. Yeah. Look at these witty things that I can say. This is a clever line. Right. Check it out. Right. Fuck off. Right. And then the story started and I was like, Oh, alright, I'm in it. Yeah. I'm in it. It was really good. Yeah. Did I tell you that I uh started like I don't know I don't know if I want to call it a podcast, but mm. I started a thing with a with a a friend of mine mm. which I'm calling a podcast, but it, it's not working out to be that way. Mm-hmm. So I was talking to him. He grew up in a Mennonite town way the fuck north Alberta. Mm-hmm. And um, religious family.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, be, the town was so small that they didn't have TV.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or if they did, it was on a day with really nice weather. Mm-hmm. They got CBC. Mm-hmm. I was just talking to him about movies. He's like, oh, I've never seen that. What? You've never seen RoboCop? He's like, no, man, I've never seen RoboCop.
0: What are you, fucked? Probably I, hasn't seen a lot of stuff. And then the list began to right, grow. Right, right.
1: And it grew and it grew and it grew. So I was like, so I guess we're having movie nights because no grown-ass man can go through life without seeing Commando. You have to have seen that movie. It's the fucking rules, dude. Have a penis? Watch the movie it's just the way it goes that might be super sexist but it's like it's one of those just truisms of life <laughs> anyway so this list is really quite long and um, I was talking to him about, about our podcast and one of the interesting parts that I find about doing this podcast is uh, certainly the experience and the conversation and stuff like that but a thing that I in, I like the idea of is that this shit is forever. So if I die mm-hmm. or something happens, mm-hmm. this will be out there. My daughter will be able to listen to this yeah. and learn about her dad. Yeah. If she wants to. Yep. And I thought that was really neat. Yeah. I think that's really neat. So I was talking to him about that. I thought that maybe we would watch the movie and then have a, a, a brief chat afterwards. About it and uh, have a podcast and calling it uh, uh, Watching Movies That Everybody Has Seen Except Me. So we've watched two movies so far and um, we haven't found our rhythm with very good conversation. Right. The gentleman, he's a pretty quiet guy. So mm-hmm. it's it's Trying again just... Trying to get to
0: talk to about it is pretty difficult. It's tough.
1: Yep. It's tough. Um, which is fine. Um, but that explanation of why I enjoy the podcast about like having this, this sort of audio history mm-hmm. of of me uh for my daughter um he was like that's really cool i'd like to do that for for my Because I met this guy uh through uh preschool daughter's preschool I thought it, it's a pretty fun thing so we've done two movies
0: okay yeah favorite ten movies that you can think about right now doesn't matter if they're their your actual 10 favorite but the 10 movies that are like must like you love the most that you can think of right in this moment back to the future yeah predator okay robocop yeah animal house yeah
1: the matrix yeah firewalk with me
0: mhm no quirk there
1: mhm <laughs> <laughs> um trying to do it fast Commando, probably. Mm-hmm. We watched that last week and yeah. I was like, fuck yes! <laughs> this is a great movie. Um, I can't look. It's okay. Because then I'll see yeah. f- fucking a thousand. Right? That's fine, though. No, I know, but it, like ten. <laughs> uh, I don't know why that one pops in, but Kindergarten Cop just <laughs> landed in my head. <laughs> I'll just fucking say it. Probably Porky's. Wow. Yeah. The first time I ever saw Muff on a movie, man. <laughs> 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 and the last one, just because it's popping into my head, Akira. Mm-hmm. Who? Akira. Oh, wow. Mm. Battle Warrior.
0: Is that who? To...
1: No. No. The anime. It's a oh, okay. Chinese, Japanese animation. It's a wild fucking movie, dude. Neat. Wild. Neat. Yeah, so that's just a verbal diarrhea of ten movies. The first, the first five were legitimate.
0: Let's see if I could do it. Uh, Blade Runner, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh fuck! Good one. Uh, The Jerk. Oh.
1: Aliens.
0: Aliens. Oh yeah. Okay. That's the second one. Yeah, yeah. Not that there was anything wrong with the first one. First uh, I'm not even going to say a Star Wars movie because fuck that. It's just too damn obvious. Um, uh, shit. 2001, for sure. Oh, shit. Yeah, see? Um, <laughs> the first five were pretty easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, um... Oh, shit. What was the name of that movie? Oh, I got another one, too. Oh, it was... Oh, shit. It was such a good one, too. Uh... Okay, fuck it. If I can't remember the title then it then it doesn't then it doesn't pass muster. Um, Blazing Saddles. Oh,
1: nobody move with the
0: a... uh, uh, Yeah. Yeah. You better believe it. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Oh, that's a wild choice. Yes. That's a wild
1: and interesting choice.
0: Yeah. Um, hmm. Run Lola Run. Oh
1: was a good oh, fucking Oh, I
0: loved that, that was movie. A, that was a surprising movie. I loved. it. Was it ever? Was it ever? Oh, shit. Oh, come on. you got to remember the names of these, Carl, because they're so damn good. It starred... It starred Jodie Foster, the guy who played... Oh. Uh, something Something Bastards. With uh, Brad Pitt and, and... Glorious? Yeah, Glorious... Inglorious Bastard. Bastards. But there but there was another movie. It starred that guy, the Nazi, and um the the guy with the curly hair from the Two Brothers movie, the comedy movie about the two brothers with him and Will Farrell. Yep. You know who I'm talking about? He's got really yep. curly hair. Um anyway, it was same. him, it was Jody Foster, that German guy. And uh, the woman who played in uh, Titanic. Kate Winslet? Yeah. The four of them, and they both played two couples who were parents of kids, and they were, like, having a thing about... Don't know. About a fight that their two kids had. Oh, interesting. And it is the most amazing movie you have ever seen. Because just when you think... They've got it all figured out. Someone says something, and it triggers a shitstorm. And just when you think that shitstorm is on its way to getting solved, it gets bigger because of something someone else says or does. Interesting. And it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse and worse. Oh, uh, Is it a comedy? It is. It's oh, okay. a black comedy. And it is just so well... And it all takes place in this apartment in Manhattan. I love those. Yeah. Like they never leave the apartment. Yeah. They try. Yeah. But they just can't. I
1: enjoy movies that have that. Like 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 twelve angry men. Yeah. That just, here's your box. Yeah. Have a whole movie in here and be blown away by it. That's right. Like I don't want to stop this list, because then there's a mighty wind.
0: Oh my god. People if you're going to watch a movie no i'm fucking serious and i can and i can justify the excitement for this one too a mighty wind well actually a mighty wind i would even go i would just rewind on that and say well before you even go to mighty wind yeah you got to watch governor you go, no even before that oh yeah, uh, up to 11 the one with the dogs Oh, uh, Best in Show. Best in Show. That's that where it all began. Phenomenal. Well, it sort of began
1: before that with turning it up to a yeah, 11. Yeah, yes. But I get you. Yes, it I began
0: with Spinal Tap. But I mean, it really started... Do you know they're coming out of the sequel? Spinal <laughs> Tap? Mm-hmm. Oh, are they? Mm-hmm. Oh, that'll be great. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yep. But the thing that I've the thing that blew my mind about Best in Show was not that it was so funny. And not that those actors and actresses were so good and so perfect and so real in their roles. They were so real it was funny. It was like they were just bringing to life the absurdity of people who have show dogs and just take them so goddamn seriously. Um... But what really blew my mind after having watched the movie and thinking, wow, those, whoever wrote this was genius, <laughs> then to find out that there wasn't actually a full, full-blown script. They were just given scenes. They were given a start point and an end point, maybe, and just let to go with it and improvise every scene in the entire movie. Genius. Genius. It was it was brilliant. Unbelievable. And they did it. And they did it so well. They've done it a number of times. Exactly. And, and that was just the beginning. Yeah. And then they made another one and then they made another one and then they made another one and, and each one is unique in and of itself because it's all about a different thing and it's just cuz you know Christopher one, Guest oh my is god, he's just unbelievable the
1: greatest. He's up just there with what's his balls. Um What's Tarantino? Bro- well, well, in yeah, a different no, way. No, yes, I yeah. suppose so. But I was going to uh, Wes Anderson. Anderson.
0: Oh, yeah, sure.
1: Yeah. Or even I, Woody I, Allen. I, right. Yeah, I suppose you could draw
0: a fucking line. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, but yeah, back to that guy. Yeah, I see the Wes Anderson comparison for sure. Uh, I love Wes Anderson. And I love really his stuff too. I would have said, fucking uh, Steve Zizou, Jesus Christ.
1: Oh. Christ. Royal bombs. God, stop, I got a lot stop. of movies to
0: watch. Fuck. it would just be a top ten list of nothing but his movies. For fuck's sake,s Fantastic Mr. Fox. Have you seen, the, that? Oh have you yeah. seen that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Have God, you seen it's his such latest? A beautiful movie. The French Dispatch. No. Oh. I have not. It's on fucking streaming. I didn't know it was out. Do it. God,
1: I love when I don't know when movies come out, and then you're like. And oh, I yeah, started. I, I
0: normally I get Darlene to start watching them with me, but yeah. I know it. I know she just doesn't get it no it's just not her thing it's not her cup of tea i but it's funny to invite her to watch a wes anderson movie and see how long she lasts before she leaves i didn't even try with french dispatch because when i saw the trailers i was like it'll be 30 seconds and she'll be gone right. they'll be running they'll be like wow that's some good fucking running side of sound effect oh fuck she's gone right <laughs> and I, yeah. I, I know i made the right decision because she wouldn't have lasted thirty seconds, but it was, and and, and not even not even uh, you know it's like, unlike anything else he did. Interesting. He, it's got his flavor. It's got it's got his you know, his stylings all over it, but the the approach and the delivery and the mechanisms are all different. Exciting. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. I'm excited to check that out. We'll have to compare notes after you see it. Mm
1: -hmm. Absolutely.
0: Trading Mm -hmm. Places? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was really, really good. That's a really good movie. Very well executed. Really good movie. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Those are just the movies that popped in my head when you were going over your But the
0: jerk. Oh, I always... The jerk always oh, comes back goodness. into my into my frame of reference over and over and over again, and the worst part of it is is that most of the people that I know socially have never seen it, and they can't even appreciate the like. There's no, they can't relate to the quotes that I bring from <laughs> the new phone book is here. The new phone book is here. People just looking at me like, what is wrong with you? you? Grew up a poor black man. All I need <laughs> is this lamp. Is this lamp? And that's all I need. And and this remote control. The lamp, the remote <laughs> control, and this chair. <laughs> and this chair. I need this chair. God, that's a good movie. <laughs>
1: Somebody really mad at these cans. <laughs> uh, you fucking
0: asshole. Uh, <laughs> maybe Steve Martin should have been on my list. So I think on that note, We'll call it an episode. Thanks for uh, tuning in and listening to episode 13 of TalkBots. TalkBots. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> Next time, laters. Bye. See, see waiting, yeah. waiting for Adam to say something. Yeah, I know. I'm He's just purposely, purposely not doing it. Bye. 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 <laughs> that's uh I think that's one of the things I'm kinda of looking forward to if I ever to spent some good quality time with Olivia's introducing her to something.
1: Oh my god, days. dude. That's why you have a kid. Yeah. It's so you can show them fucking Star Wars for the first time.
0: Well that's the one that I should right.